वस्तु है king was cautioning not to rely upon the master outside but rely upon the master inside <coughs> every fruit is there does not let the students to rely upon the master outside he likes the students to rely upon the master inside only then he is a true teacher he also showed how to relate to the master inside he also repeatedly said along with the lady to give him the support to give her the support to find the master within he gave the technique of relating to respiration and pulsation <coughs> and then enter into the subtle pulsation which enables the student to experience the master inside she also cautioned that very soon he may pass away from the body but that not, but that does not mean that she is no more linked to the master mostly religions are built on account of lack of understanding of the teachings of the great masters every master he comes to show the existence of the one universal master in every form then only he is a true master the students who gather they are attracted to a person who gained master so the the master or the teacher he keeps on giving varieties of tips hints and even instructions simple instructions firstly to set right the life of those who follow him he would like those who follow him to have a well cut personality life a disorderly a disorderly personality life will not enable the soul stuck in personality to find alliance with the, <coughs> the master with it that's why a lot of basic discipline is given in terms of daily routine in terms of speech when to sleep when to work how to speak and what work is to be done outside with what attitude the work should be done outside 
the work should enable alignment of the thoughts, speech and action. Any work that we do, it's not what is this big sacred work, what is non-sacred, there is no such thing in the original understanding of wisdom. A pottery is as important as preaching. To do parts is as important as teaching. Carpentry is as important as cosmic teaching. <coughs> that he gives lectures on cosmic uh, cosmology and then about the solar systems, all those high-sounding things. People may be able to speak looking, gathering from the book. Carpentry is equally important as teaching on cosmogeny. The most important thing that is intended through work on the planet is that we have <clears throat> a proper alignment of thought, speech and action. Only when thought, speech and action are in alignment, your personality gets aligned. It's not the kind of work that you do. You can be a mason building the houses. You can be a plumber. He can be an electrician. For example, in this group life, many people do many things. What is being done? Is it done with alignment that enables alignment of thought, speech, and action? That's important. If we if we speak things which we don't mean. If we speak things which we don't mean, then the alignment is gone. If thought is the subtle thing, speech is the next step, action is the other step. Thought, speech and action. Humanity continuously fails, continuously fails. For yugas, the number of cycles of time, mind you, the, the life of, lifespan of one planet was not sufficient for us to evolve. Lifespan of one planet was not sufficient for us to evolve. Therefore, this planet has brought to existence, is brought, is brought to existence. And we don't come out of our old habits of speaking that which we don't mean. We speak just to please people. While we don't hold the same thought in the 
is the same thing in our thought plane. Which is for social purposes, for etiquette purposes, for purposes of decency, we speak lies. We speak lies. We do not know that we are damaging ourselves by speaking things which we do not mean. Isn't it? So therefore what happens, we may learn thousand things. The personality is not in alignment, how can it align with the soul? It's an aligned personality that can align with the soul. The personality itself is not in alignment. The energy of the soul cannot pass into, if the electrical system in this house is not well aligned with the main switch, even if we get electricity from the pole outside, we don't get electricity into the house, do we? There is electricity on the pole in this street. There is electrical system in the house. Unless this electrical system is in good alignment, the electrical supply which is there outside cannot link up to the electrical system inside. So they say, better you get your house rechecked. There is nothing wrong at the pole. Most of the time, when we call for the electrician, he says, the original connection coming from the pole is okay. Problem is in your house. Problem is in your house. First ensure that it gets into proper order. <coughs> it is the same thing with respect to water system. The water supply can be very good from outside into our water storage tank. But from there as it gets into the house there can be problems of water in the kitchen, in the bathroom, everywhere there is water problem in the house. So you you can't complain to the municipalities that I am not getting water. Water is given, but in your house there is no alignment. <coughs> in us there is a low the 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 house that is the personality, it has to be set in alignment. <coughs> So what is important is that it stands in alignment, whatever work you do. It cannot be in alignment when we are manipulative in the world, isn't it? All manipulative activity in the fields of power, in the fields of money, it's all manipulation, manipulation, manipulation. In matters of love also there is manipulation, isn't it? matters of love, there is manipulation. In matters of money, there is manipulation. In matters of power, there is manipulation. In matters of relating to each other, there is manipulation. So the teaching fundamentally is ensure that you don't have this manipulation. 
if you have this manipulation and you are still around wisdom, the wisdom cannot help you. The light of wisdom cannot help you. The love cannot flow through. The will cannot manifest. This is the fundamental. That's why we see in the olden times, great beings, they were in the simplest of the jobs. You know stories of many initiates who were just gardeners. Working with a garden, they became initiates because their heart, mind and soul, that's what we say, their thoughts, their actions, their speech, in relation to growing the garden is complete. There were gardeners, there were cultivators, there were shepherds, there were cowherd boys. So to become an enlightened being, it's not necessary that you have to be an educated person. It's not necessary that you have to be an educated person. Education is teaching us more and more manipulation. That's why education is not seen as a means for self-evolvement. <coughs> Education is a means to manage yourself in the world, to somehow get some money and somehow get some comfort. And you are in the meanwhile distorted, you are manipulated. Once you are manipulated, you are no more useful. <coughs> you have to straighten that distort. current Sancheta, Sancheta is a Telugu word. <laughs> it's a connecting word for me. So, personality was set in order for this lady. For this lady, the personality was set in order. That's why please don't be under the illusion that this is sacred work, this is non-sacred work. All work is sacred work, provided you see work as a means of alignment. <coughs> if you see work as a means of alignment, then it is sacred. If you see work as a means of gaining name, fame, money, prosperity, recognition in the world, it may come when, when you are aligned. But what is important is, do I stay aligned, do I not stay aligned? That's important. That's why Dobi, a washerman, a panimanishi, you know, the servant boy, can also be enlightened. Enlightenment, the key for enlightenment is alignment of thought, speech and action. It doesn't happen by changing our dresses to white dresses like this. It doesn't happen by growing barbers. People grow barbers. It doesn't happen by growing long hairs. It doesn't happen by putting on white robes. Does it happen by that? 
we just imitate a b c d and then try to think that we are spiritual you can be in jean pants and t-shirt provided you are aligned inside what is seen from higher circles is our aligned <coughs> so therefore this lady she found that alignment the master said you are now ready to get aligned with the master in you that's the higher bridge which master really speaks of higher bridge beginning the first bridge is building the alignment of the personality bridge your thoughts speech and action into one vertical line don't speak that which you don't really hold right no one compels you to speak no one compels you to speak and if you have to speak speak what is there in your mind don't keep something in the mind and don't keep some, and don't speak something as outside don't speak in a manner that you share half information <coughs> when you give half information it is also a lie because the other man is misled by your half information the other man is misled by your half information whatever is held in mind if you have the courage to speak out courage if we hear the word to dare to, to dare one of those four classical aspects is to will to dare to know and to be silent to will to know to dare and to be silent to dare does not mean that you fight with a tiger you fight with a lion or you jump from the terrace <coughs> or you swim through the ocean that is not the daring thing here it is required be courageous to speak what you hold in mind if you are to speak if you think you were speaking it would be causing damage or maybe unpleasant to the other don't speak. so coming back to the point the lady was aligned in thought speech and act she gained that alignment by 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 virtue of his association with her association with her husband who had happened to be eventually an initiate he gained alignment with the, the higher and uh, the association helped the lady to gain the kind of alignment of the personality so she felt that the one who has been supporting her to grow is now gone so she has to be self dependent self dependent but this was also taught by his her husband that eventually he have to relate to the master in you 
and that is the only salvation. The salvation, don't think someone will give us salvation. It is an illusion. It is an illusion that someone gives us salvation, that there is a Savior who continues to sacrifice his blood and continues to save us. He shows the way, that's all. He shows the way, he gives his support, and it is for you to walk, otherwise you would not walk. Do you want the baby to walk along with you as it grows, or do you always want the baby to lean on you? Are you happy that your baby develops lame legs and does not walk? Always you have to carry the baby. Is that an acceptable situation? Is it a respectable situation for the baby? And the baby grows to twenty years of age. Still if he is to be carried. <coughs> is it a how do you how do you see that it's such an abnormal thing? Dependency, the wisdom never teaches dependency. And it is the crazy, crazy priest who keep on showing somebody and say, he will save you, he will save you, he will save you. Thousands and thousand years have passed by and we remain where we are. Each time the teacher comes, he shows an example, he, he lends his energy, and he ensures that you stand by yourself. <coughs> Every father likes that his son also walks along. Every father wants his son to walk along. <coughs> Not always lean on the shoulders of the father. And that way you would never learn to walk. The master of the universe exists in all of us. <coughs> the one who found the alignment with the master within oneself, he shows the way to others how to find the master within oneself. So this lady, in spite of so much of forewarning, she was trying to relate to the master inside her. She said, before I collapse, it's better you gain alignment with the master. Before I, the body collapses and I depart. I told you the other day, that yesterday, that he even negotiated with the Lord of Death and took some more time because the person is the disciple is working in the right dimension. And the master thought, who also happened to be the husband, that it is fairly good time to depart. It's fairly good time to depart because the student would now find the alignment. It is fairly good time for the father 
distance himself when he is confident that the son can manage himself. Whenever children man- can manage themselves, we cannot go on looking for their leaning on us. It is ignorant. Don't you let the child free as they grow to be to be able to function in an independent manner. What applies to, to father and son also applies to teacher and student. <coughs> the teacher knows, the teacher knows if his student is at that point where he can stand by himself. Meaning that he can relate to the master in him. The teacher knows. When the student exhibits, when the student exhibits a constant vibration all the time, the teacher feels yes. The student needs him no more, and if he is around, it will be an impediment for the student. Until a point where the plant grows, shade is needed. Because it cannot take very strong sun. Once, once the plant grows enough and gains enough strength, if the shade is still there, it hinders the growth of the plant. Isn't it? This you know if you do gardening. Initially, the saplings requires protection from the hot sun. In tropics. <coughs> Once the plant grows to certain strength, no further shade is needed or provided. So that it grows with the help of the sun ray. Same principle. It is the case with monkeys also, animals also, not only plants. The baby monkey holds on to the mother monkey. <coughs> Until it also learns running, jumping, climbing, etc. Once it learns, it is on its own. So these are very common things which we see in nature. And it is the principle that you nourish and you protect until a point that the one who is looking to you is growing in the right direction. So the lady grew to the right direction and she was for a while I saw in great sorrow, which is very natural. And she also decided to jump on to the fire. The, the fire that is a flame and where the body of the king was getting burnt, there she also wanted to jump. Then from within she heard a voice. Then she stopped. She realized that this voice is known to her. The voice that spoke from within, long, 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 long ago, she heard that voice. It was a familiar voice. Many times when the student meets the master, 
the student says, it is not that I know you now, Master, I feel that I know you over many lives. When a student meets the Master and relates to the Master, many students express, it is not that I met you for the first time now, I met you many times before. It appears like that. It is true because the master energy is the ancient most energy and through any master of wisdom it is that energy only that touches you. A master never has a personal touch of his own. He gives impersonal touch of the universal master. Universal master. So she had a voice. She had a voice which was very familiar. And the beauty, you know, the master in you, when he, uh, we say he for want of word, it is it. It is not he, it is not she. The master energy is neither he nor she. It. When it expresses to you from within, do you know what the, the beauty is? It expresses to you in your language, the language that we have in this incarnation as your mother tongue. The mother energy, when it relates to a Spanish person, will not speak in German. Or to a German student, he would not speak in Spanish. Or to a student of Sanskrit, he would not speak in Telugu. It speaks only the language which is familiar to you because it is your higher counterpart. That's the beauty. Don't think that the, the energy of Master speaks only in English or only in Sanskrit. It is wrong understanding. The language with which you are familiar, in that language relates to you. If you are accustomed to work more with English language, he speaks to you in English. If you are accustomed to speak more Telugu language, he speaks to you in Telugu. Pardon me when I say he, it is it. By habit we say he, it is it. It speaks to you the language which you are accustomed to in this incarnation, that's it. That's how it speaks. So it speaks, it spoke and he, when you hear something from within which is so very familiar to you, don't you stop for a while, you don't jump. You don't jump onto the fire. There are stories where people wanted to commit suicide, jump from a bridge into the river or jump from the cliff of a cliff of a mountain. Some voice from within stops. No, it's not the way. There is another way. He stops. Then when he, he returns, then he says, I, there was some guidance that did not let me jump. There was something that did not let me jump. There is something that did not let me sink into the waters. And that voice is the, the core of your being. And when you listen, 
it is like flute music meaning very agreeable to your awareness very agreeable to your awareness so this voice when you start hearing you are really, it is like hearing to the master there is a small booklet i wrote as early as 1996 or something listening to the invisible master is not the invisible master is within you which you don't whom you don't see but whom you can relate to and listen so this kind of listening means you are guided from within is it so the lady stopped when she heard this voice and then from within he received lot of solace from within she received lot of solace even a very dear one passes by people give a come and attend on you and try to give some solace any people do not also know how to do this act of solacing others and there are great sorrow how to solace them so the but this lady she had the facility of the solace coming from within because she is in that kind of a connection where it can happen only ensuring that her husband left and she stopped she listened to a voice and then she stopped and then slowly the solace came when the solace came she wanted to orient to that voice which is within then from within that voice which is called the voice of silence truly speaking that is what exactly madam blavatsky means the voice of silence the inner voice or what we call the the master consciousness in you which which functions as conscience and guides you from within so it has to who are you from within it asks who are you to whom do you belong actually it will the, the the soul belongs to the super soul if there is any, there is anyone who can claim as it is the super soul others cannot claim that's why master of wisdom never claims any disciple as his the student may say he is my master but the master never says this man is my disciple and this woman is my disciple because he is a knower all are disciples of one universal master because all have emerged from him a master of wisdom is one who knows that the other is as much coming from the same source as he came from so therefore she said he said first who are you when he says who are you 
Are you the queen which is limited to this life? Were you Puranjana which is limited to another incarnation? And each time we are born in so many forms. We had different names, different forms, different nationalities, different races, different gender. So how do you which of these is you? Which of these is you? Who are you? Then he asked, to whom do you belong? To whom do you belong? If we ask whom, to whom do you belong, we say, my father is so and so, my mother is so. The father, mother gave us a form, but form belongs to them. The form that they gave belongs to them, but not the soul which has entered into the form. If this building is given to me by my parents, if he says, who gave it to you, to whom does it belong, I can say my parents. And you? And you? We cannot say that we are daughter or son of such a man and woman. That is a limited truth or a fragmented truth. In the previous life, in the previous life, in the previous life, each life there are different parents. Each life there are different husbands. Each life there are different wives. Each life there are different children. Isn't it? So he is asking, to whom do you belong? Because she is thinking that she belongs to the man and the, to the body which is on the fire. She was thinking that she belongs to the body of the king who just departed. So she wants to jump and join it. But to do, to do, to whom do you belong? The one on the pair, who is he? The one on the pair, general pair, who is he? The truth is, it is the husband. Body of the husband, it is no more the husband. The moment the person departs, we we clearly say it is. This is the body of my father. It is not father anymore. The father is out. The brother is out. The mother is out. The husband is out. The wife is out. It is the body. If it is really your husband, if it is really your wife, why do you not keep it with you? Can you keep the dead body with you thinking that this is my, or this is my wife? I love her so much, I want to keep her. Can anyone say that? After two or three days, he cannot even go very near that body. Isn't it? It smells worse than a rotten egg. Worse than a rotten egg. He would like that it is disposed of. He or she would, so 
don't we see that we dispose of the bodies of those who departed however dear they are to us however dear they are. only at the point of death people realize that the indweller is no more and the body only is here but we don't cognize this knowledge this awareness when the indweller is very much in the body when the indweller is very much in the body we identify him only by the body we don't see the soul when the soul departs then we don't want that body anymore to be so the master within has asked what is your relationship with the one over there and the pair and the funeral pair <coughs> then she knows that it is no more her husband it is the body she knows that it is no more her husband that is why she herself prepared the pair and set the body on the pair and she has herself put fire to it and it is burning and then the the voice started saying do you remember your previous life who was your life partner in the previous life? so do you associate with the body of the king or do you associate with the soul did you recognize me he asked again the inner voice as did you recognize me i am the one with whom you were moving initially i am the one with whom you are moving initially and together we were moving and you are looking for palms you remember his meaning here the recollection has happened for the one who is in association with the master in oneself slowly recognizes his previous birth what he was in the last birth what he was in the birth in the birth before that in the incarnation like that up to three or seven incarnations one recollects by virtue of is association with the master consciousness in oneself so this lady recollected it is no more a lady no it is in the soul in a female form so it is recollecting in as in association with the master consciousness in it and then she recollected that they were moving together like two birds <coughs> like two birds in the regions around himalayas to that extent she went back which in this scripture is considered as the last life and then uh, the the voice started recollecting further it's okay even if you don't remember me that's okay for 
the master consciousness if we don't remember because he knows he, who you are and what you are because it is from him you have departed that is what krishna says in bhagavad gita very beautiful it is we have been together from very long time krishna tells arjuna that we have been together for long time only thing is you don't remember our earlier association i remember all their many incarnations have happened to you and to me but i remember all but you don't remember any he says since i remember all all that i do is in tune with the divine plan the moment one is connected with the master consciousness he is in tune with the divine plan and conducts in tune with divine plan that's why krishna says my birth is divine my activity is divine janma karma cha me divyam like that he says janma karma cha me divyam divyam means divine me means my 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 karma and my incarnation are divine because i know what i am doing i know what i am doing i have consciously taken to this form <coughs> you are unconscious when all beings are unconscious when they take to this form and unconsciously they die and uh, ignorantly we live we, we take but unconsciously we depart unconsciously and in between we live with ignorance and we think we are very very intelligent very much aware of what we are doing so here the the master consciousness it says we were moving like two two swans two swans hamsa they did not use any other word they have word they they used the word hamsa hamsa means the pulsating principle hamsa because ahamsa meaning i am that ahamsa is if we do not if we are out of this body we remain as pulsating principles of awareness this awareness is of such brilliance it is called the brilliance which is more than the brilliance of the sunlight the brilliance of the soul is more than the brilliance of the sunlight aditya varnam tapasap parastap aditya means is the grandfather of our son because our son comes from central sun central sun comes from cosmic sun and the one which we say i am comes from even beyond i am comes down as cosmic sun solar sun and planetary sun 
So in us, the central sun, the solar, the planetary sun is here in the heart. The central sun is in the ajna. The cosmic sun is the sahasrara, and we are even beyond. Again, so this understanding and how we descend, how we ascend as pulsating units of brilliance, brilliance, that is what we are. The more and more we descend into matter, the more and more the brilliance gets hidden. Don't think it is lost. People say it is lost and we have become sinners, etc., etc. It is not lost if you, if a gem, if a self-effulgent gem, if you bury in the matter, you don't find any light from the surface of the earth. But from out of the earth, when it comes out, when it is taken out, its original light remains. So many years under the earth, when it comes out, it has its original light. The original light is never lost. It gets hidden by matter. The light is hidden by matter, but you cannot say the light is lost. Don't never say that I am not the lighted one. We are eternally lighted ones. But there are clouds around us. You can't say that sun that the sun is dull because there is a cloud in between us and the sun. Sun is not dull. Sun has the same brilliance. Only when the cloud comes we don't see that brilliance of the sun. So he is recollecting the master consciousness is recollecting to the soul. Don't you remember originally it's you who wanted to? It's you who wanted to enter into forms to experience. I said, okay. Before we, you entered into form, you know how many thousands of years we have been together. See, it is the great breath and you are a part of that breath as a breath. See, there is one great breath of which we are parts. So we too have the chip of the same block, we also pulsate like the space pulsates like that, Madam Levesque says. The cosmic man pulsates, there is a cosmic pulsation. And you being a chip of that cosmic existence, you to pulsate. So you are pulsating within my creation and we have been together and it is you who got the desire. It is you who got the desire to enter into your form. I said, fine. Fine. Entering into your form is not a, a, a fault. What he said was, when you enter into the form, you stand the susceptibility of forgetting me. When you forget me, you lose the way. 
This is what he cautioned in the very beginning. And he also said, once you are into the farm, it is for you to relate to me. Don't expect me to relate to you. Don't expect me to relate to you. See, when a son grows, or a daughter grows, and they find their expression in life. Normally it is the parents who keep on calling the children. Isn't it? But the, the in, in fitness of the loss of nature, you should let them. If they want, they can relate. Isn't it? Is it not what the divine is doing? If they want, let them relate to you. You relate with much love to them. Transmit much light when they relate. Give them much guidance if they want. But even when they don't want, if you keep on imposing yourself, just the child will run away from the parent. The child will run away from the parent. The divine knows that's why he never interferes. It's your circus. There is a saying in America. There is a saying in America, if someone does something on his own, the divine never interferes. He says, it's your own circus, they are your monkeys. You, you handle your monkeys in your circus, that's all. Neither the circus is mine, nor the monkeys are mine. <laughs> but if you relate to me, I can tell you how to train your monkeys, how, 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 how you can manage your circus in a good way. If you relate, not otherwise. But this is something extraordinarily beautiful with the Divine and with the Divine Master. How much love they have for the being, that they let free will. Niki Kavars and the Amy and this way, Shadar, then Gavar would do Shadar, your sweet Shabaka, Pearl Walla Circus, where parties could do. There was a sentence in the music of the soul where there were conflicts among the Yadu Yadavas. They were fighting between each other. A master of wisdom has appeared there and said, What exactly do you want? Actually, they don't know. They said, We want freedom. We want liberty. And then we set up a liberty statue, you know. Who, who, who snatches away our liberty? No one snatches away. No one can snatch away our liberty. Only we ourselves lose our liberty. By our own ignorance. That's it. So he was saying that you wanted to get in. And I said, okay, you can get in. Because it is meant for you. But I told you not to forget the connection with me as you get in. Because it is my circus. The beauty is, the creation is his circus. I hope we all have seen circus in Europe. 
the russian circus is a very famous circus even in munich we went to circus once with masari masari ke i was moving with him while he was teaching in the initial years so one day i told him the circus of teaching we can give a break to <coughs> get into another circus where there are animals which we can for a change we can enjoy so we said the group also along with the group we all went for a circus it was beautiful so the creator itself is a huge circus so that's why the master told the the soul you will do well in this circus if you don't forget me and from time to time if you relate to me you will not get stuck in this circus that's what he is saying that uh, you you wanted to enter into the creation of five elements you wanted you wanted to enter into the creation of five elements that is what is called the the world of magic the world of magic you know we speak of alchemy and all that the alchemy is from the seeming nothingness there is the emergence of air there is emergence of fire there is emergence of water and emergence of matter air fire water matter emerged from sky how does it happen how does it happen if you are a student of alchemy you know how to synthesize the four elements and then to the fifth element called akasha you can synthesize the four elements and once again get back to akasha that is alchemy that's what paracelsus speaks of ens premium ens premium mola prakruti it is from mola prakruti the three qualities are much and five elements are much and it makes it makes 15 15 varieties of elements 15 varieties of elements this is what is called panchadashi in our language 15 panchadashi and the mola prakruti that means the, the pure awareness or consciousness which is also called the mother she she prevails precedes over all these 15 permutations as the 16th one as the 16th one that's why she is called shodashi in india everyone knows panchadashi shodashi but they do not know what exactly it shodashi is what panchadashi parasas speak masters do speak of it in the scriptures but it's all very symbolic unless you know astrology 
unless you know etymology unless you know numerology numbers and yes uh, you know the cycles of time the nature of elements you cannot make out what is what so the master of consciousness the master consciousness is speaking to the individual consciousness you wanted to enter into this this magical world of five elements it is these five elements that build the five senses it is these five elements that will build build the five limbs it is these five elements that bring out five sensations <coughs> and five sedimentations five five fold body so it is all a, a magical world coming from only one source one source so you, that's why if you see our horoscopes we have four elements we don't have fifth element in the horoscope by synthesizing by synthesizing the four elements in us we will be able to experience the akasha in us otherwise we cannot experience the akasha If there is more matter, you tend to be more mundane. If there is more water, you tend to be more emotional. If you tend to have more fire, you tend to be hyperactive. If you tend to be very airy, then you don't relax. There is no specific direction to you. It's too airy, you know. Like a kite. Without the threat to hold it. Such a kite has no specific voyage or travel. Too much fire, no good. Too much water, no good. Too much matter, no good. There has to be a kind of proportion of these four that, that they disappear into the fifth. There is a, there is a proportion of these four elements when these proportions are well worked out the four elements disappear into the fifth that is what we see as blue akasha that is what we find in the anahata and the sky has two higher counterparts there is one sky at the heart another sky at the forehead and yet another sky on the top of the head for which they give names akasha for the sun in the heart mahat akasha mahat para akasha para akasha mahat akasha so these two beings were moving in the akasha which is proximate to the five elements mahat akasha prevails over the three qualities akasha prevails over the five elements four elements it is the fifth element mahat akasha prevails over the three qualities sattva rajas tamas parakasha the absolute it prevails over time 
and space. And so it is. So this is of course so what is happening is you wanted to enter into the magic of five elements. That's why I use the word circus. The circus of five elements, when you get in, unless you are a ring master, unless you are a ring master, the animals will eat you away. So therefore, he says, you wanted to have the pleasure of five elements. <coughs> you wanted to have the pleasure of five elements. I said, okay. But then what happened with you? You got addicted to those pleasures. You got Salabharasa sentence. Nuhu panchabhutamula sukhamu mariti viyam. Purti sadhasa is vaji. Atvata pazara vaji salapadha sadhasa is mariyade. Vaya mariyade. Kada? Chapunarana manakya vandhi kada? మళ్ళీ ఆరు రోజులు ఇది చెప్పలేమన్నా అక్కడ ఆ ముందు కదకే టైం అయిపోయింది ఇట్స్ ఓకే ఇఫ్ యూ హ్యావ్ మోడరేట్లీ ఎంజాయిడ్ ది ఫైవ్ ఎలిమెంట్ బట్ యుఆర్ యు గాట్ టెరిబ్లీ అడిక్టెడ్ టు దిక్టెడ్ వెన్ యు ఆర్ గెటింగ్ మోర్ అండ్ మోర్ అడిక్టెడ్ ది మోర్ అండ్ మోర్ యు డీల్ ఇంక్డ్ విత్ మీ The more and more you, you are addicted to the pleasures of five elements, proportionately you started delinking with me and you have lost me. See how much we are addicted to our food, it relates to the matter. It's an addiction. That's why the scriptures say, you are already blessed if you are fair if you have fairly overcome thirst and hunger <coughs> thirst and hunger relate to water and matter that's all thirst is in relation to water hunger is in relation to matter isn't it if you are more materially inclined you always feel hungry hunger 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 and there are hunger projects on the planet <laughs> then we, when do you come out of this hunger the whole activity is to satiate the hunger much time in the day breakfast lunch dinner and in between also there be as you wake up some matter is pushed in along with cup of coffee some biscuits isn't it and then there is a solid breakfast and then a drink and before in between breakfast and lunch again drink or some banana or some orange or some chocolates isn't it and then again lunch <coughs> then before dinner again you have cake and coffee 
or chocolate and coffee and generally carry some peanuts almonds cashews in your handbags when you are in the bus going to borakus people people keep on giving you you know if you don't have anything to do you keep on eating peanuts this night that night you means not you but humanity <coughs> humanity <coughs> every time putting something in like that it, it looks like that it's like a monkey like uh, activity <laughs> i don't blame because that is the magic of matter magic of hunger so to 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 be bored to be moderate to be modest with your hunger to be moderate and modest with your thirst at least they lift you from the basic elements basic elements eppudu daahave eppudu manchinu daagutade edo ortinu the more matter you give the, the more the body gains more and more density in the tissues don't think i am not very heavy so i am not mundane the mundanity is not measured by the weighing machine <laughs> it is measured by the density of the cells of the body which totally imprisons the fire the air and the akasha <clears throat> the whole initial practices of wisdom is only to make this matter to become subtle and water to evaporate substantial much water must go as long as there is more than necessary water we tend to be emotional for everything we are emotional just like rivers you know just a little comment by samadhar is different from getting the tears when we are elated by this stuff that also but those are different but generally we are trying to be for everything is excess water in the body that's why you know in olden times when people are weeping the elders used to say let them weep for them it's good for them it it looks to be sadistic but it is there is much wisdom in it how long will a person weep <coughs> How long will a person weep? <coughs> Let him weep out. Some, some waters have gone. After weeping and wiping the ears, he will, look, he will start looking for food. <laughs> Sometimes even while weeping also they eat, you know. 
what kind of beings we are? We are the we are the funniest beings. We are the funniest beings, and the Lord enjoys it thoroughly. He made some kind of creation, and we we brought lot of humor to him in creation. We have been his comedians because he we start doing things which are even not imagined by him. He could. he could not imagine what these humans could do <coughs> so that's what he is saying each sentence he is like a fiery utterance you know each sentence the master is speaking is a fiery utterance some of you may have seen ten commandments each time a command comes it like it comes like a huge fire and then there is <coughs> on this stone it is engraved isn't it like that he is speaking i don't want to get back to all that he has spoken because already he has speaking it's already five six sentences he spoke since you are addicted to these pleasures of the five elements Pleasures of the five elements. He went on taking birth and every time, every time one birth was not sufficient for you. You took to another birth. 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 And you go. He went on taking birth and every part of the globe. So it does not. It means that every time we won't be born in India, every time we won't be born in Switzerland, every time we won't be born in Spain, we keep on taking birth in different parts because as the earth is rotating, you also you also took birth almost at every every place on this earth because you want again different experience, different. Experience. Just like Muthi sir, so different doshas, different dosha, different upma, different vegetable, different pulse, different varieties of rice. So everywhere there are different, 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 different things on the globe. If you want to eat. all those varieties that exist on planet in terms of vegetarian food even one a few incarnations are not sufficient so that's what he says <coughs> you not only took birth to fulfill at a place you wanted to fulfill in various places Isn't it every holiday we plan to go to different places to experience different things? Many times when I was returning from Europe, always by my side there used to be Germans going to Hong Kong. Just to have a business in Hong Kong, not just for pleasure. I go to Hong Kong every year. There are people who go to Bali. 
isn't it? There are people who go to different places to enjoy different things in different places. As if their place does not offer any. Going there you eat again the same bread and the same butter and jam, isn't it? Anyway, so, <clears throat> so each time your desire has grown thicker and thicker and thicker and consequently each time you incarnated, you are, you are more and more conditioned by the form. The degree of desire decides the, the depth of conditioning by the body. The, the degree of desire decides the depth of conditioning. Is there are different desires at different times. And you went on taking birth and you have seen so many incarnations. And ultimately, you are caught in the web of your own desire mind. You are caught in the web of your desire mind and on account of the urge for woman in one life, in the next life you are born as female. When you are a female, there is a strong desire for man. So in the subsequent life you are born as man. Like woman and man, like the different forms you have been assuming and you have been only living all the time like this until you came in touch with this king who has been a great association for you. That's why a good association is already a blessing. A good association is already a blessing. You think you have chosen your husband, but your husband has chosen you. Therefore, he accepted you. You think you have chosen your husband. The scripture says, you are accepted by him. Don't forget that. If he had not accepted her, he would not have given all this knowledge to her. So therefore, until we have come to this life, all other lives, eons of time passed by and you went through varieties of sorrows. Varieties of pain, and thanks to the, the soul that came in the form of the king, that showed you the way. <clears throat> remember, you are not. Remember that you are not the queen. In this life, you are the queen, but you are not the queen. You are you are born in a form which which has a a royal attire. A royal attire. You are not the queen. Remember, the one with whom you associated is not your husband. 
remember that you were also not Puranjana when you took first time a, 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 a deep dive into the five elements. <laughs> Tell me, are you a female? Are you a male? In this life now you are a female, but I, but you now recollect your female previous life where you are a male. So which are you? Are you a male? Are you a female? In us, in each one of us, it is strongly engraved, we say, that I am man, isn't it? And that, and like that in you, I am woman, like that. We are neither men nor women. It is the form. We are in a male form. Just like Mikhail is in an Indian dress. He can also be in a European dress. He can also be in an American dress. He can also dress himself like a red Indian. Isn't it? So, but still he is Mikhail, that's how we see. Just by form you can't decide which gender you are, which race you are. That's why the master consciousness is emphatically saying, you are neither the queen nor he is the king. You are the soul. It is a pulsating soul. You are a pulsating soul. Both have emerged from me like any other. So don't take identities that you get through the form. Through the form. To get into the secondary identity is an account of the habit which you gain by being in the form. See, a man who is accustomed to put only white dress all the time. See, there are, for example, I only put white dress all the time. A block emerges in the mind that I should not wear other. Is it the dress? Is it me? Which is more important? Is it the dress? Is it me? There are many Swamiji's who just put on orange robes. Poor fellows, they cannot come out of them. <laughs> because if they come out, the society objects. No, 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 you should not put on. Who is the one to tell me what I should put on? Isn't it? There is, there is a glamour for white dress. White is white, no doubt about it. Because all colors emerge from it. But why do you limit your mind that I shall put on a white dress? It is more important to gain a diamond-tine body than to have a, a dress with diamonds. <laughs> What is important? Inside should be gold and inside should be diamond time. Even that is an attire still. 
the glorious white robe is also an attire. The golden robe is also an attire. The soul is even bigger. When you identify with the soul, you care not what kind of form. It's a beauty. There are great beings in the form of birds, eagles, serpents. Eagle is okay, serpent. Because they want to be away and to remain undisturbed. Who will go near to a serpent? And no one dare to go to an eagle because you cannot imagine how sharp is its beak. Even if it touches you with its beak, already it's an injection. So sharp. It's not easy to hold an eagle on the, on the on your forehead. People wear leather cover because the very grip of the eagle can can crush your hand and even bring blood out of your hand. That's why they wear very thick buffalo cow as a as a protection to hold an eagle. Once you realize what you are, you care not whether you are male or you are female, you are Indian, you are European, you are an American, you are a Red Indian, you are a tribal, you are a serpent, you are an eagle, you are a bull, there are divine bulls. Shiva has divine bulls. It's not bull actually. <laughs> it is a very high soul. Very high soul. It preferred any farm is okay once you know what you are, you know. Once you know what you are, what dress you put on is not a good thing. Did Einstein care for the dress that he put on? Did he? Einstein. Never cared about the dress, he never cared about his hair, he never trimmed his eyelashes, did he? He never even trimmed his moustache. What does, what does he care once he knows what he is? Then the identity shifts from form. Form is not so very important for the realized one. Maybe to set an example, some take to beautiful form. But uh, it is not essential that you should always be in a beautiful house. Because many initiates live in caves also. So therefore, he says, it is better for you to recollect that you are a swan. We have been swans. And even while you are in the farm, it is only the swan that enabled you to remain in the farm. Even while you are in the farm, it is only the swan that enabled you to live in the farm. You killed the swan in the earlier incarnations. Every time you enter, you kill the swan 
When this man is killed, you have no way out. When this man is killed, you have no way out. So recollect, recollect your original form. You are a swan. Me too, a swan. And remain a swan and never overlook or ignore or forget this dimension of you, then you are always in visual form, you know who you are. That's why it is said that in the East we call this fan as hamsa, as I said. You have to realize hamsa, that I am a hamsa. When you get to forehead, you are raja hamsa, royal span. If you get to sahasrara, you are paramahamsa. Paramahamsa, raja hamsa, hamsa. If you forget that you are a swan, hamsa, then you become a simha, that's how. This sounds in scripture, not here but somewhere else. Simha means from being a swan you turn out to be a, a lion. Meaning you start hamsa, his simha, Conduct himsa. Hamsa to simha. Simha to himsa. That's what it is. Himsa means harming the surroundings. Harming the surroundings. The contrary to harmlessness. Inoffensivity. Inoffensivity to offensivity. We tend to be offensive. The moment you forget you are a hamsa, you you take an upside down understanding, then you, you tend to be offensive to the whole world. Offensive means without offering anything, seek. Without offering, seek. You don't offer anything to the plant, but you seek the flower. You don't offer anything to the tree, you seek the fruit. You don't offer anything to the cultivator, you, gain, you take the grain. We, we pay much less to the cultivator. And we use all our intelligence to pay them less. So those who offer are eligible to live in this creation. Those who seek without offering are all offenders. All are. This offensivity is what is required, is called as simha. It's an attitude of Seeking from the surroundings, instead of offering yourself to the surroundings, thereby deserve your existence to receive. First you offer, then you give to receive. That's the law. It's not receiving, 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 receiving. Give to receive. 
So that's how he continues. He gives quite a good teaching. I hope to complete by next few days that we have. We have officially three more classes. Officially. <laughs> officially means as we scheduled. But I can take that liberty of taking one more hour in the fourth session also. And we, 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 this system is not new, but its presentation is new and refreshing to us. That's why we do it. So thank you one and all. Namaskar.